Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. No. My kink has consequences. I totally let men lick my toes. Toit and noise. Blah, 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 blah. Ime perkeleesti munaa. There's never a time where I don't want more Halloween shit. It's like fucking spring and people are celebrating Easter and have eggs and bunnies. And I'm like, more ravens, more crows, more skulls. More skulls and crows. I always want more Halloween shit. Give it to me. Purple and green, orange and black. I want it all. Michael, Michael's is 40% off right now. Yeah, give me more. It's all so good. The classic year. Britney song. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Give me, give me more. Give me, give me That is my anthem about how I feel about Halloween shit. Give me more. Hello, Hamilton. Yes. Uh, so also beware that the Christmas shit is out at Michael's. I mean, that's important because I still have more stuff to buy. You know, it's uh, it's only September 29th. That's fine because I have shit to buy for the craft fair that's in April or that's in <laughs> November for the people in December. I need the Christmas shit out. I, when I first started trying to buy stuff two weeks ago, it wasn't. And then a week later, I was like, whew. Still working on them wreaths? Still work. What do you think of the ones that you've seen that I've done so far? They're cute. Oh, I bought, I got you some moss. <gasps> you did? Yeah. To add to the fairy one. Yeah. Yeah. I got glitter snow because one of the ones that I'm going to make is has glitter snow on it. So I was thinking that on the fairy moss, I would put glitter snow so that it looked wintry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can paint the moss a little bit. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I need to start advertising for that. Yeah, I noticed that you hadn't and I was surprised. But Usually. No one's answered me yet. I mean, like half, like a handful of people have answered me. I was the one who had the most work to do for that because we don't actually own a real business. So like I had to put together, I had to make up a blurb. I've been asking people to, for pictures. So if I could get it put together by now, all <laughs> the rest of you assholes who have real fucking businesses where you sell shit should have already been able to send over a blurb and pictures to Shannon. Yeah. Some people just, you know, they're, they're returners so they're like whatever just yeah, do, do what you usually yeah, do yeah. that's more work for me like i gotta go to each of their pages steal yeah. some pictures save them curate the stuff send them send send anyway, them, send you the shit i need to i need to do it from my desktop so i can like program everything mm-hmm. that's what i like to do i just like sit down for like two or three hours and i just power through and I program all the ads for a whole month. Well, so. I've been tagging it. Yes. Every time I post stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to help, trying to get people. It's exactly w- what you're supposed to do with our grassroots advertising. Thank you. I was explaining it to Danielle and that, like, you know, Shannon expects people to get their customers to cl- come. And Danielle was like, we don't have customers because we don't have a real business. And I was like, friends. She wants us to get our friends to come. <laughs> But yes, your customers and friends. And then people who keep asking me if I have open tables, I'm like, no, but please come shop. Yeah. Like legit, please come shop. Check out our show and make sure it's it's a, it's a good fit for you. Yep. Good. So. I. <laughs> we got a kitten. I'm sure you all know by now. we talked about that last time, right? But, Didn't uh, we talk about him last week? Yeah. I think I forgot to process last week. Yeah. He's brand new. And I'm like, damn it. Shannon's had him a week. Oh, now he can really get to your table because of my foot. Oh, yeah. He's going to jump Look, on that. He for sure is. So the kitten, if you hear scampering, the kitten is, oh, he went down. He's really, he loves me. He's running around me, attacking me. Ah! So, oh, he just got you. He went for Shannon this time. He's trying to, he tried to tree my leg. Yeah. Which is fine when you have jeans on, but not so much when you have leggings. No, it's a really huge difference. There's no, no cushion there for those <sighs> daggers. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the, about the show? You guys, it's coming up November 5th. If you're in the area, you should come to it. Howell. Yeah, hopefully it'll I be like Howell a... Howell Nature Center. <laughs> yep, Howell don't go Opera there. House. Howell Please Opera House. Please go to the Opera House in downtown Howell. Don't go to the Nature Center. Yeah. There's not a craft fair <laughs> not there. Not a craft fair there. 
Plus, it'd be probably a little cold. Yes, uh, Saturday, November 5th. And you guys, like, I just keep on having And to I buy just realized stuff. Lisa will be in town for it. <laughs> well, good. Put her to work. Um, I need to sell all the shit because I keep on buying more to make them look good. So last year, I think I told this story last week, but, like, last year I bought all the shit on clearance from Joanne's right after Christmas and I got like 30 emails being like that's out of stock 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 and I was like whatever I overbought anyway it's not a big deal and then when I opened the boxes there was definitely not enough shit to make wreaths so I have spent a couple hundred bucks in the past few weeks getting Mm. the shit together to do everything that I wanted to do make sure you charge enough to cover your expenses yeah time for sure These assholes are buying like $75 wreaths. Mm -hmm. Those are handcrafted. The wreaths aren't handcrafted, you guys. I just am gluing shit onto already made wreath bases. (laughs) Those wreaths are hand decorated. Mm -hmm. I really like the fall one. Did you see that one with the fall flowers on top and the leaves on the bottom? Mm -hmm. My dad thought that that was a stupid idea. and He said, nobody's going to buy a fall wreath. In Nova on November fifth, yes. And I was like, it's still a few weeks before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Totally. Even like, even if my show was on its normal time, which is the twentieth, it's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. People still might want to buy a Thanksgiving decoration or two. Yep. Which honestly, Thanksgiving needs to be changed to September. There, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Fall equinox. There it is. Because let's not celebrate the, like, fucking over of Native Americans. Because that's kind of what Thanksgiving is right now. Mm-hmm. Let's move it to pagan Thanksgiving. Which is when they would have celebrated anyway. Correct. Because it's the fall harvest. Correct. we got to eat this shit before it goes bad. Yeah. Should be now. Should have been last week. Yep. So what'd you do for... Mabin? Yeah. I, I was going to say for... Fall equinox. I, yeah, I start like I started to say solstice, and I knew it wasn't that, and I couldn't. I was like, "What's the other one?" I don't know why I couldn't come up with equinox. What did you do for the equinox? Uh, so a few months ago, I decided I wanted to have like a friend Thanksgiving and have like a friend fall equinox like gathering. Have everyone make a signature passing dish and bring it to share. Hopefully, it includes like shit that they grew. Or stuff that they really love making and sharing with people because it's important to them. So I reached out to one of my friends who has a lot of uh, gatherings like this. I was like, hey, what have you guys decided to do for Maven yet? Anything? I'd like to have everyone over. And they were like, oh my god, yes. I will reach out to the coven and we'll pick a date and we'll figure it out. Well, Sunday was um, the fall equinox on the calendar is always like the 21st, 22nd. But for fall, there's like a four-day window before we hit equilibrium. And it actually was Sunday, um, the 24th, was it? Mm -hmm. 24th, 25th. Sunrise was like 726 and sunset was like 727. Yeah. So perfectly equal day and night and then it was the new moon on top of it and on top of that there are like four planets in retrograde all aligned with each other um (laughs) so it's like a really witchy powerful time right now was in what's that why can i not come up with words right now it was the closest it's been for many years and also on the other side where it's lined up whatever that's Mm -hmm. called in opposition yeah so I got some cool pictures of Jupiter. I sent you those. I did mm-hmm. a little planet magic, calling on the powers of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, and then I told my dad, because I was really having a hard time seeing it that first night, because there was like two nights that it was looking really good. And my dad was like, come on, it's only going to be a few million miles different tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Which That's was funny. I loved that. Do you, don't you love yeah, that? Yeah. It's only gonna be a few million different tomorrow. You it won't even be a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Yeah. So we had about I don't know, fifteen, twenty people over. Fun. 
and everyone brought something to share and uh, I set up a bunch of tents in the backyard and tables and decorations and it was just a really fun time and then Karen did a little um a little uh, storytelling for us about Persephone and Hades and Demeter and uh, had gifts from Persephone for us in the trees and you know so we did a little a little let's I can't even think of my own words right now stupid sugar and ice cream this is the ice cream's fault <laughs> definitely ice. not the weather changing it's the ice cream's fault the weather changing really fucks with my head though so we did a little ritual and had a celebratory like ritual feast so we all had like pumpkin spice cookies and I bought like three bottles of witch's brew so we had wine and cookies to celebrate and Nice. And it burnt, burnt a fire. And then I bought one of those mini solo stoves. Yeah, I, I saw that. Sh- I still need to show it to you. You have told you, and I have talked about it so much yeah. that the ads for them are popping up on my <laughs> Facebook feed. So I set that up in the corner with some markers and little pieces of paper and like told people to burn shit. Like write down a wish, write down something you're struggling with, write down something you need to let go and then like burn it and, you know, throw it in the solo stove. And then after everyone left and we cleaned up, oh my God, they helped me clean up. Uh, they like, uh, they helped clean up. They brought in all the decorations. They carried in all the chairs. They broke down all the tables. It's like the first party we've had where I haven't had to fight with Scott drunk at, at nine o'clock at night in the yard because we're too tired to clean up, but we have to because I rented the tables and chairs and they're coming tomorrow to get them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I still got to go through my decorations and put them away, but uh, everything was brought into the house and nice. cleaned up for us. So nice. So I sat outside for a little bit and um, just enjoyed the evening. I burnt some baby pieces of wood in my solo stove and just like really like continued to soak in the atmosphere and relax and and celebrate the new moon. Amazing. So yeah, it was a it was a good weekend. I love that. Yeah. That's yep. great. What did I do this weekend? I don't fucking remember. I know that on Thursday I went to the Kitten Cafe. Yeah. On a hangout slash date. I don't know what this human and I are doing together. I have no idea. Just hanging out and having fun is what it is. But if someone were like, what's going on with you two? I was like, I would just be like, I don't actually know. I like them and think they're great. And I recently had my heart crushed by somebody. So I don't, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But we went to the cat cafe in Ann Arbor. Fun. And played with kittens. And sir, sir, get it together, sir. <laughs> he climbs up the cubes in the corner here and jumps on my desk. What a little stinker. Oh, he's in the lavender box right now. I bought a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I took Catherine to a birthday party Friday night at the, the she did an escape room with a bunch of eight and nine year olds. Uh, so that happened. And then the parents that organized it, like a let the kids do it themselves. There was no adult supervision for this escape room for them. Yeah. And so, like, I had to find something to do for, like, an hour and 45 minutes because they were going to eat pizza first and then go to and do the hour escape room. Yeah. And so I've been looking for a bigger car for a while, like, almost two years. Definitely last summer I started thinking about it and asking questions and putting feelers out there and peeking at the car websites but with the supply shortages and the chip shortages it's just like not an awesome time to buy a new car it's been hella expensive um the cars that are out there are jacked up in prices because there is a shortage of drivable vehicles and so it's just like Everyone's waiting for the other shoe to drop for all these cars to be chipped and released so that the market's flooded and now cars are going to be real cheap, right? Right. Um, But that's not happening. And no one knows when that's going to happen. I don't know that it is. Right? (laughs) Dude, the car people are making so much money. Like, they're going to just... 
They're gonna but they're still making cars. And these cars are sitting in fields yeah. and parking lots and parking structures. And they're going to waste. Right. Do you know most of the wires in these cars are soy-based? Oh, my God. Who likes to eat soy-based products? Um, Critters. Animals do. So mice are going to get into these $50,000, $80,000 cars and eat all the wiring because they're sitting in fields in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. All winter long. I just feel like when you were starting talking about it, I was like, this is just a De Beers situation where now, because they're making cars, they've just created this like false scarcity and they just get to keep on making this like wads of cash hand over fist. I I don't think there's a, there's not a false scarcity because of the chip, chip shortages. Problem. Yeah. But they're going to start taking mega losses because they have thousands and thousands of cars they're never going to be able to sell right yeah it's like i'm really surprised that the big three haven't shut down production in the last two years i don't know what i don't understand anything that's going on to be perfectly honest with you so i was bored and started looking at cars and i found an uh an equal, like a, a Denali Acadia, a GMC Acadia to look at, which online appeared to be bigger than my journey. I'm looking for something bigger than my current car so we can take a few more road trips, so we can transport humans and dogs comfortably at the same time. Yeah, one of the things when you got the journey is that you had one toddler-sized kid. Right. And now you've had an exchange student consistently for the last five Mm -hmm. years. So then now you need something that trans and your child is not a toddler anymore. She's a full sized kid. Right. I mean, she's an eight year old sized kid. Mm -hmm. So you have these, these teenagers who are adult sized and then your kid who's much larger. So I definitely get why, like if you want the family to go somewhere, you need a bigger car than what you got. Yeah. That makes sense to me. That third row is basically might as well be non-existent because the only people that can fit comfortably back there are toddlers. You little stink. Um, oh, is he coming I've, to I've at you? put teenagers back there for an hour long drive and it's not comfortable. Yeah. And then it eats up all the trunk space. There's like no trunk space for anything. Like you can put like a shopping bag with right. of stuff like in a line. Are you, are you comfortable? He's parroting me. He is parroting you. That was what I was asking. Um, if he was going to be your parrot. Don't put holes in my leather seats, man. Don't you dare. Don't even think about it. You put holes in me, not my chair, please. <laughs> um, Yeah, so we... I was like, I want to look at a Pacifica and this Acadia. Um, and I specifically... I've been asking about Pacificas, and I specifically rented one on vacation in February to have an extended test drive. And we liked it, didn't we? Didn't we decide at the end of the weekend that we liked the Pacifica? Yeah. It was a little yeah. big. It had a few blind spots, but other than that, it was it was pretty sweet, right? Yeah. So we test drove the Acadia, and then um, I asked about a Pacifica, and we test drove one. And then the guy was like, we were like, they're, they're fine. It's fine. Like, so we were like, I wasn't like, I have to have this van. It was okay. And then the salesman was like, oh, you know, I have a few other ones on the lot. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got a red one. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that red one. Um, so I ended up getting this sweet burgundy Pacifica. It has full length sunroof, leather interior. All the seats fold down so I could turn it into a shag and wagon if I want, throw an air mattress in there. <laughs> and um, electric everything, backup cameras, heated air and air conditioned seats. Nice. Right? Nice. Heated steering wheel, uh, memory set for the seats. So you hit, you know, like you hit the first button and it, it sets me. You hit the second button, it sets Scott if he ever drives my van. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Now we have plenty of room to drive to 
Kentucky to see Jenny for Thanksgiving with dogs. Yeah. And um, plenty of room to drive to Florida for spring break with four humans. So I'm excited. That's good. That's very good. What about content? What you been watching? I started rewatching Ted Lasso. <laughs> I love Ted Lasso. That's just so delightful to it's watch. So fucking delightful. I just um I've been still been watching that Welcome to Wrexham because they're only Oy. releasing uh one episode a week. I and fucking so love Roy Kent. Now I'm like hooked on I'm literally hooked on soccer content amazing tv as well as listening i wake up and listen to wrexham football games from wales now every saturday <laughs> amazing so there's my new obsession football mm-hmm. yeah of the european variety perfect yep um i'm still blowing my way through iCarly. i fucking nice. love that show Fun. i'm in love what a fucking delightful show. It is delightful. I, I caught a handful of episodes, you know? It's delightful. It's yeah, cute. I mean, it it was definitely something that I was, like, aware of and knew what it was, but I don't think that I'd ever sat down and watched it before, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I knew characters, like, yeah. brunette one, blonde one, yeah. <laughs> nerd friend. <laughs> Curly and Sam, and then her brother. Yes. I forget her brother's name. Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, I fuck. I love that show, and they have the like modern one going on right now. So I'm kind of excited to watch that. That's on Paramount Plus, so that's that's exciting and good. And um, let's see, I oh I watched the they dropped the first three episodes of Andor. Did you happen to watch it? Oh, we I started watching the first episode. It's and slow. I was like, nah. It's the they needed to drop three because the first two episodes are both just set up. Yeah. And the third episode is where fucking anything happens. Yeah. Like, the first two are just like, blah, 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 blah. I know. Scott's like, you want to watch it? And I'm like, nah. You know, so you so you saw the opening part. He goes in and he's looking for his sister. And he ends up, these guys are harassing him and he ends up accidentally killing them. Yes. But it's like you ex- he killed two cops, right? Yes. So that's bad. Yeah. And so then people are looking into it, looking into like trying to figure out who killed these cops. Mm-hmm. And the cop boss is like, don't, don't, we're not looking into it. We're not making a deal out of it. It doesn't fucking matter. They messed with a brown guy and it was an accident. And I'm not, I don't want this on, like, I don't want the paperwork for any of this. Right. Uh huh. And then his felt like the, his subordinate, basically friends with the guys was like fuck that i gotta investigate the whole thing and figure out who did this oh because the cops were at a brothel mm-hmm. right that was why the boss cop was like we're not looking into this because they were at a brothel and picked a fight with a brown guy and died like i'm not i don't want to dig this up right right like we're not looking into this it doesn't fucking they matter. were dumbasses yep and deserve what they got right i'm not looking into this because they were doing illegal shit when they did it mm-hmm. right so, but then his coworkers like just you know the subordinate this cannot stand and so they're you know looking into it and figuring it out. I had this moment while I was watching it. So they are doing some flashbacks of how <laughs> he's licking my face. Alexander Hamilton. Sorry, I knocked the microphone, you guys. I was. I still kind of want to call him. Aaron Burr. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, hey, Ron. Stop it. Hey, hey, Ron. Your little claws hurt my legging legs. You're the worst, Burr. (laughs) Alexander Hamilton. Sir. We are waiting in the wings for you. Ouch. Ouch. Sorry. I already forgot what I was saying. There's a million places I haven't pooped. So they... Just you They're doing these flashbacks. And Cassie and Andor was from a... Like, on... Like a untechnologically advanced planet mm-hmm. where they were, you know, just like natives in a place, not no technology, hunting, gathering kind of society. And the like woman who kind of acts as his mother on the show, like drops in with her friend in the spaceship. And I was like, you guys did the worst job at first contact. You're not following the prime directive at all. This is Star Wars, not Star (laughs) Trek. (laughs) But like, I really had that moment where I was like, what the fuck are you even doing? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yes. Star Wars. You're supposed to sneak in and 
blend in, not just to, like you're supposed to land your spaceship in the middle of town square and be like, we're here, we're queer. That's right. Yeah, I the third one, you know, the cops did, the third episode, the cops did track him down and people are trying to hide him and he's trying to get away and he's running and there's this intrigue and that intrigue so it the third episode definitely finally starts to go somewhere the first two are set up and if they'd only dropped two and not three i think a lot of people would have ended up not watching it because it seemed very slow but yeah i'm on i'm on board with it i like it i think rogue rogue one is the best star wars movie at me come at me bros i rogue, said rogue it one was interesting I, rogue I one i think is the best it. i think it's yeah. the best movie are you gonna go to sleep all cuddled up next to me now it's possible he's got one eye open. Yep. He got droopy eyes. Yep. Gripping the pillow tight. Droopy eyes. That's it. I was singing Metallica. Well, look at you and I can't decide I've got. Um, I just want you to know that he put his ears back at you singing. You were singing and his ears went back. Your cat is judging you. Your cat is judging you. Relax. Don't do it. Wanna go to it? <laughs> um, we also didn't talk about last week um, Adnan Syed being released from prison. We didn't oh, discuss yes. that. Yes. Uh, which I've been really excited about. So I started rewatching on HBO the case for uh, the case against Adnan Syed because, um, yeah, that's bananas. He, like, that whole trial was bananas. I have. Literally no idea if he did it or not. I it was waffle. all like circumstantial. Yes. I waffle wildly between like he definitely did it or like there's no way he was able to do this. Right. Like I definitely just like switch between the two. But the fact that there's that much doubt, no one should be convicted on that. Right. Yeah. Um, the evidence that sent him to prison was the testimony of his friend Jay. So Jay was like, he definitely did it. And these are all the things. And Jay's story changed like 20 different times. As what color is Jay? Yes, he is black. Black. Okay. But uh, the other guy's brown. Yep. He, yes. He's and a Pakistani he Muslim. murdered an Asian woman. Korean. Yep. So. Yes. That is, right. Correct. So that is that is that whole thing. So Jay's story just like went all over the fucking place and never made any sense. And the cops or the prosecutors even acknowledged it. And they were like, yes, his story doesn't make sense, but it is corroborated by this other, other evidence, which were the cell phone tower records, hmm. which cell phone tower Adnan's cell phone pinged from. That is not that's the first time anyone was sent to jail on that evidence. And it turns out that that evidence is not sound, not sound. It's, it's, it's very faulty. Yeah, it's similar to a like uh, lie detector lie detector test. They're not admissible in court because they, you know, while there is Vary some science so to them, yeah, it can you can fake it. You know, sociopaths and psychopaths pass them all the time because they don't their emotions mm -hmm. don't change. So you know, similarly, like sometimes your cell phone doesn't move to the tower you're closest to, and sometimes it does. And sometimes it's routed through another tower. Mm -hmm. It's like you can't say where somebody is located based on what cell phone tower their their phone is connected to. Yeah. Two people could be in the same place and their phones could be connected to different towers. Yeah. My, uh, my computers and my cell phone connect to towers that are like 30 miles away from here. And when you come and visit, yours are still connected like to a southern tower. We should both go to homedepot.com right now and see what store <laughs> they try to make a shop at. Um, Mine's always Livonia. That's so funny because I live in Dexter, uh, pretty close to the line of Pinckney, and 100% of the time it tries to make me shop at Brighton stores. Mm -hmm. So you, who lives in Brighton, right by the Brighton stores, mm -hmm. they never try to make you shop in Brighton. They try to make you shop in Livonia. And me, who lives... You know, however many miles away I live, 10 to but 15. closer to Ann Arbor. Closer to Ann Arbor, I am, tries to make me shop at the Brighton stores. So, yeah, um, that is why cell phone tower information is faulty, you guys. So he was sent to prison for life without parole plus 30 years. Mm -hmm. 
and he was that seems pretty extreme for circumstantial evidence he was 17 yeah he was fucking 17 i don't think any 17 year old should be given life without parole i think your brain is not fully formed till you're 25 yes that is science that is science like and also, if this happened, it was clearly, like, if Adnan did it, which I don't know, it was clearly a crime of passion because Hay was his ex-girlfriend and he was, like, upset and jealous and whatever, right? So, like, a one-time crime of passion gets life without parole plus 30 years? That seems so extreme. So, anyway. Well, if he was white, he would have got 10 years yeah, with that's parole. Right. Exactly. Or 15 yeah. Because he was Muslim and brown. Yeah, life. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, I never really thought he should be in prison. I just thought there like there was so much confusing about this case. There was so much that didn't line up. Right? Like, I even thought that, like, I definitely think O.J. Simpson killed Nicole Brown Simpson 100%. However, I see why the, like, defense was able to... Put reasonable doubt in there. Mm-hmm. I see that. I get why they came up with that as the... He lost the civil suit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yep. He lost the civil suit because the burden of proof isn't as high mm-hmm. for that. So the, anyway, like, reasonable doubt is an important part of our process. And the fact that he was just sent to prison for so long. So anyway, I was I cheered. I was so excited when he got out and all these people were being like a murderer is back on the streets and i was like he served like he served 23 years i actually would hope that if um he if they decided to try him again and that he was found guilty that the judge would just say time served right you know like if that were to happen where they decided to try him again and and he was found guilty a second time, which I don't even think would be possible at this point. No, we I have double jeopardy. You're not allowed to be tried for the same crime twice. You're not allowed to be. There's rules for that. They have to get him on something else. Yeah. Unless they found... New evidence for that. New foolproof evidence. Right. Right. Which is why I don't think they're even going to charge him. But I would, like, I would hope that... That if it were to happen, that they would say, yeah, he served his 23 years. Because what do we always say for a murder charge, you guys? 25 to life. Right? He served 23 and was a model prisoner. He did his time. Mm-hmm. He gets to live his life now. How many degrees did he get? How many degrees did he get in yeah. prison? Mm-hmm. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what he did. I just heard that he was just like never in trouble and was very nice. I believe it. But now what is this poor kid going to do? I don't know, but Rabia Oshaudry, um, she was the one who brought the ta- the story to Saint Sarah Koenig at Serial. She tweeted, like, all you thirsty bitches need to stop tweeting me and adding me. Adnan, I'm not going to hook you up with Adnan. <laughs> not hooking you up with him. He's in charge of his own life. I want you all to leave this all the fuck alone. Bitches be thirsty. Yeah, bitches be thirsty. So they were they were hitting up Rabia being like, give me, give me his information. Hook me up with Adnan. Some scandal hit the internet world today. Yeah, I sent it to you and you didn't even see it. I've been busy. But yes, let's 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 share. Let's go. Remember you guys? Yeah, fuck Adam Levine. Like, we want to talk about Ned Fulmer from the Try Guys. From the Try Guys. Who are the Try Guys? Go look them up, okay? They're a bunch of guys that try shit and make videos on it, all right? First of all, we've talked about them before. Second of all, we remember the summer that we went to a million shows. That was one of the million shows. One of the million shows we went to. We talked about it at the time. So they used to work for BuzzFeed. Um, they were just like a BuzzFeed thing and they would be like, we're going to try this food. We're going to try to bake bread. We're going to try like they've tried everything. We're going to try and see what it was like for like the pain, birth pain. We're going to try to find out our Hogwarts houses. Right. So they just go out and they do stuff. 
Shannon and I have talked many times about how in love we both are with Eugene Lee Yang because he's amazing. Um, and, you know, there's there's four of them. There were four of them. <laughs> and they each had their own personality. And Shannon, what was Ned's personality? Ned was the married guy who loved, loved, loves his wife. Right. He was married before anybody else. He was mm -hmm. in a, like the other ones would be single. And he was... He was married. He loved his wife. And what did he do? What did he do this week? He had a consensual affair with one of his subordinates. Yep. I fucking love it. I love it and hate it at the same time. Oh, there's, I mean, I love, I love a good meme. I love how much he's getting dragged by everybody. Drag him. Drag him. Dra spill all the tea. Say all the shade. Drag that motherfucker. So, yes, he they was... They don't have the pizza one anymore that I watched. The Try Guys eat... Oh, there it is. Keith eats every pizza in New York City. He was in that one. That's where that shit happened. Hooray for ads. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. Uh, one month ago. What's today's date? The 28th. Yeah, so this 7th. is the, the end of August this video drop which means in the middle of august they were in new york city uh filming this it takes them a little time to produce shit yeah so they were in yeah they were in new york so somebody posted on reddit a picture of ned on a date smooching up on his fucking co-worker one of the food babies yeah alexandra yep. herring here she is appearances Becky Heavensberger, Miles, Alexandra, Jared, Alexander, and Huey Stone. And she is an associate producer. Oh, Ned. Oh, Ned. You've... Well, I hope, like, I hope, it, I hope he just did stupid shit. Like, he's been with Ariel, like, ten-some years. Sometimes yeah. you do stupid shit to feel alive, you know? Especially if you've been... Married for that long with two kids, and yeah. you get a little flirt on with someone, you feel alive, you know, you feel wanted. I mean, they You're call not that stuck in this like rut, you know, NRE, new relationship energy. It right. is my favorite drug. NRE is my favorite fucking drug. Yeah, I love that feeling of talking to and flirting with someone new. Mm -hmm. That shit feels amazing. Mm -hmm. I actually would probably hate to be in a monogamous relationship for the rest of my life because I would never get NRE <laughs> again. That sounds awful. Well, I mean, we've all done dumb things. We've all done dumb things. To get that high. and uh, Give me attention. Some of us are just a lot better at hiding it than making out in public with the person I'm having an affair with. And we don't know what type of, of an affair. Could have just been an emotional one with some kissing and heavy petting. Like, who knows? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know the information. We also don't know. Like, it could have been consensual on all sides. Like, Ariel could have been like, great. Go fuck her. Yeah. While I stay home and take care of your kids. Because I have a boyfriend also on the side. Right. Like, you don't know people's stories. I, but the try guys wondered, are pissed. I always sort of wondered if... if um. Hillary didn't know because she was just so fucking chill about oh, it. She knew. She knew, right? She Bill's was never been able to keep his penis in his pants. She's always just been like, "Yep, whatevs, guys." Yeah. And I, he, he had a history of cheating on her. Yeah. So they probably had a setup. They probably had an agreement. Mm -hmm. Just don't get caught and embarrass me. This is, pro is probably the, her rule. Just yeah. don't get caught. Yep. I also feel like if you have that type of situation that you should carry a note from your wife that says, I consent to my husband fucking around on me. You know, because all those women thought that they were special. They get to have an affair with Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know, when he was governor and then again when he was president. I was like, honey, you ain't special. And Hillary knows he fucks around. And she don't care, you know? Yeah. People do things to... Meet their life goals, mm -hmm. you know? So, I don't know. It's shitty of Ned, 
and uh, they, they kicked him up. out of the Try Guys. They like, kicked legit. him out, and the yeah, it was like they all unfriended him on all social media platforms. That's harsh. That is harsh so right there. Harsh. Um, but I think they're all hurting right now at his betrayal. Uh, but I, I, re- I do hope that you know him and Ariel figure it out. Yeah. I mean, just because you do stupid shit doesn't mean you necessarily stop loving your spouse. Right. And I know a lot of people, oh, if you love them so much, you would do it the first time. You can't say that until you're in that position. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that new energy. That new relationship energy feels so high. Good. Scandal. 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 Um, okay, real quick. Uh, so I had a... Am I the asshole that I really wanted to read you? I was like, this is what we're doing on Tuesday. And it has been deleted from Reddit. Oh, no. Um, there, somebody wrote an article about it, and the comments are still there. Mm-hmm. So we can sort of piece this back together. Mm-hmm. What do we think? Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you should. Minute 42. I found... Okay, so here's the problem. I found the article about it before, and now I can't find the article again Well, what do you remember about it okay so this guy um had a crush on his best friend emily from when he was growing up Mm -hmm. he always really liked emily and he said that his brother went through girls like water and so he went to his older brother liam and said liam how do i make emily be my girlfriend i love her i've loved her my whole life what do i do and, um, like, he and Emily worked together. They had a ton of classes together. They're seniors in high school. And he walks in on his brother banging Emily. What? Right. So he decides, like, fuck, I just want her out of my life. Right? Like, because they had hooked up at a party, decided to keep hooking up in secret. So, like, they were doing it in secret. So they clearly knew that, like, he was going to be pissed about it. They were hiding it from him. Right? And so he, um, he was like, it was awkward because we had a ton of classes together and I also drove her to work sometimes, but I like really distanced myself from her. Um, and then out, like right after we graduated, Liam and Emily were like, oh, we're pregnant and we're keeping it. And I was just like, fuck, now she's going to be in my life forever. So he, um, went to college out of state to be away from her, from them, from this whole situation. Uh, they got married and he lied and pretended to be stuck in traffic uh, and didn't go to their wedding. <laughs> right. And um, Emily's, oh, they have, you know, his niece is now eight. And he's like, I am polite enough to everybody. Like, I'm not rude to anybody. I say hello. This is actually something we do in my therapy where we call it gently avoid. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he hates the situation. They were dishonest to him. Mm-hmm. Right. They were deliberately hiding it from him. I've been gently avoiding Scott's family for two years. Yeah, you have. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gently avoid. So he like buys his niece a present at Christmas and says hi, but it's like doesn't have a relationship with her. Right. And Emily's dad died recently. And he she had had a very complicated relationship with her dad and kept on reaching out to the OP to ask him for emotional support. And fine, like she did it again and again and again. And finally he was like, okay, fine, just say your piece. And she did. And she cried and she said a bunch of things. And he goes, do you want some water? And she's like, how could you be so fucking cold to me? And he was like, I am not your emotional support person. I have not been that person for a long time. You should go to your husband, my brother, for this kind of emotional support. So I don't know why you're fucking here even. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she lost her shit at him and screamed and told everybody what a fucking asshole he was. And his brother and his parents were all like, what the fuck, man? Why were you so mean to Emily? Because I loved her and my brother fucked her and it fucked me up. Yeah. And I've never gotten over it. Right. And they all know this. Right. I Right. That's- so fuck her for coming to me for emotional support when I hate her. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. And so fuck you guys for not supporting me in this. Yeah. So it was so overwhelmingly you're the asshole. They were like, you're an incel. You're uh, like, you need to let go of this man. It happened nine years ago. But I was with you. I was like, why is everybody? They're like, you're you were being such a nice guy, like nice guy energy. And I was like, yeah, that's really common in 16 year olds. It takes you a while to grow out of that. Um, so, yeah, there there were just a lot of you're the assholes. And I was like, what the shit? Right. Um, let me see if I can find not the asshole. I agree. Not the asshole. You had a crush in high school on a girl, but never asked her out. And she married somebody else. It's a decade later and you ignore her kid who is literally your niece because you're still salty about it. Dude, this is not healthy. Get help. You're the asshole. It isn't healthy, but he's not an asshole to her. Her and his brother were the assholes. Exactly. And the fact that they've never addressed that. Right. That's unhealthy. So this one says, this is the person. So this is like the fourth or fifth top comment. And it has 49 awards because everybody agreed with, there were so many people who agreed with this person. Not everybody because it's not the top comment. Going against the grain, not the asshole. I've had besties and stepsisters that pulled the same shit as your brother. If she cared about your friendship that much, she wouldn't have been messing around with your brother. The fact that you had to catch on to the situation and she never told you your her bestie speaks volumes. She just because she had this kid doesn't mean the disrespect never happened. And quite frankly, you are right. She can't get the support from her husband that she needs and wants to play the bestie card now that she needs you to do emotional labor for free. Huh? Huh? No. She can get a therapist for her fucking daddy issues. However, it's time to stop lying. Tell them why you never trust either of them. You really thought the pain of your brother and best friend lying to you and fucking around behind your back would get better with time, but it's not going to. Your brother is a creep for having sex with her while she was still in high school, and you know it. Then add the added grossness of him knowing full well this was the only person you were interested in. He is a sexual predator before he was with her, and he's probably still doing predatory shit that will come out in time. Break away from it, and please talk to somebody professional. You have much to process that I believe will affect your future romance. Take care of you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm like, why did it take me till like the fifth guy? Big, nice guy energy. You fuck zoned her since your own words. You only kept being her friend because you were waiting for her to fall for you. That's not how he said it. He just said that he kept hoping that she would notice him. How many like we all did that at that age, right? Yeah, we all did that. Not the asshole. The question was, am I the asshole for telling my former friend turned sister-in-law that I'm not her comfort person? The people who are saying you're the asshole are deliberately missing the point. Let's imagine OP never had a crush on his sister-in-law. It would still be incredibly inappropriate for him to serve as her comfort person. OP's former feelings are irrelevant to the issue at hand. He was right. She needs to seek that level of intimate comfort from her husband. Throwing around phrases like incel behavior and nice guy syndrome is ridiculous. People are allowed to creep boundaries to protect themselves they're also allowed to be too shy or awkward or inexperienced to speak up about their feelings nowhere in this post does he use verbiage that would indicate he felt entitled to emily's affections he allowed uh he's allowed to have felt deeply hurt over his brother's betrayal he's allowed to um be deeply hurt over emily being with his brother actions have consequences emily chose to sleep with her best friend's brother the consequence is she lost that friend Boom, mic drop. So anyway, the I really my kink is consequences. My kink is consequences. Yeah. So the, I I I'm glad you agreed with me because I kept on reading these why you're the asshole answers and I was like, am I in Cuckoosville here? I mean, I think they're just people are grabbing onto that. You want some water? Um, <laughs> you know, comment like, like, are you heartless? You can't even hug her, but. She shouldn't have been talking to him to begin with. Yeah. She should have been talking to like her mother-in-law or her husband or her female bestie. Mm-hmm. Not her male bestie who she fucked over 10 years previously. Right. That would be like if I went to Larry, <laughs> my most recent ex. Right. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
you know, or some other random guy I used to fuck in college. Right. To be like, I need you to help me process this emotional burden. I thought, I thought you were going to say Pete. This would be like if you went to Pete to be like, let's be super close besties and have a close emotional re- relationship because I really need emotional support right now. Yeah. That would be fucking weird as shit. I mean, I know you guys are cool. Yeah. I know you guys are cool, but like. I probably have a better relationship with Larry <laughs> than Pete. Larry and I do still chat once in a while, and he has confided so when in you, me recently. So when you said that, I was like, Pete, Pete's the one. Where, <laughs> where you would just go, because it was 10 years ago that the falling out happened. Yeah. If you were just like, hey, Pete, uh, I really need help with this emotional issue. So let's... But that'd be like out of the blue. It would be You fucking, know, like yeah. we hadn't reconciled, and I was just like, hey, I need your help. No. So yeah, we're that not was, even friends anymore. Go away. That was the story. But people were really just being like, you're an incel. This is nice guy energy. Dude, he was in fucking high school. It takes a while to learn how to be a person. Yeah. I wish he would have found found a new romance by now, oh, though. He does. He said, he's like, I have a girlfriend. Oh. It's great. She knows that I used to have feelings for Emily. She knows why I'm distanced from my family. She's super supportive of me. Mm-hmm. I just still don't want to have a fucking relationship with my brother and my ex-best friend. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm, he'll have a relationship with his niece in the future, you know, when she's an adult. Yeah. But it, that's still going to be hurtful. Um, a lot of people went after that one person. So the brother was 19 and had graduated from high school, and Emily was 17 and still in high school, which where she was like, it's gross for him to have fucked her while she was still in high school. Which yeah, a little bit. I felt that same way, honestly. My really good friend from growing up always like one of my best guy friends in my grade uh started dating our friend's younger sister who was in joseph's grade well he and i were in college and joseph and her were in high school and i was like i hate this i fucking hate this i fucking hate everything about this i can't even believe you friend who i've known for forever what the fuck is wrong with you? But they're like married and they have two kids and they've had an mm-hmm. amazing life together and they seem really supportive of each other. But God, when they first got together, I was disgusted and horrified mm-hmm. because 17 to 20, that's fucked up. Those are different life experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you are with me on that, on that Am I the Asshole story because I was feeling cuckoo, being like, no, he's just setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be around people who deliberately hurt him. You know, it's like how I can't really forgive my bitch ex ever, even if that came up. Like, you hurt me on purpose Mm -hmm. and then told me it was my fault. No, I can't be your friend. No, I can't be nice around you. No, I can't hang out in the same space as you and just be cool about it. You fucking hurt me on purpose. Yeah. I don't want to be around you. You suck. <laughs> you suck. 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 All right. Um. How about one more? This one was devastating. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Time for one more, and then wrap it up. Okay. Great. Am I the asshole for sending my son to school with less food and explicitly telling him not to share with his best friend? Hmm. This situation began a year ago and blew up in our faces last week. My son is 13. He just began the eighth grade. His best friend, Peter, is 13 and began the eighth grade, too. Greg and Peter have been best friends since elementary school. Last year, I noticed that Greg would be ravenously hungry after school every day. He would come home and eat a frozen dinner or something and then help himself to seconds at dinner time. I chalked it up to him being a 12-year-old boy and let it be. Something about the situation was nagging at me, though. And while Gregory wasn't clear why at first, he eventually came clean. Peter was being sent to school every day with no lunch. It looks to me like a typical case of neglectful, unfit parents. The one time Gregory went to their house, he came home with comments about it smelling bad and Peter's parents locking themselves in the garage for hours. Feeling bad for Peter, I decided to discreetly begin giving Gregory more food every day, just about doubling his lunch size. Over time, I became less discreet and began just straight up packing a separate lunch for Peter. I was never thanked for this by anyone, but I knew that Peter was eating the food I sent. This year, things are different. Money is tight for personal reasons, and frankly, with how expensive things are, I decided not to spend tons of money supporting someone else's child. I sat Gregory down and told him that I would be packing him one lunch, 
which is for him and him alone. And I made it extremely clear, please do not share this lunch with anyone, including Peter. Gregory followed my instructions until one day last week I got a phone call from Peter's mother. She was livid that I had cut Peter off without a single word. Ah! <laughs> I asked her when it became my responsibility to feed her son, and she responded that if she had known I wasn't sending Gregory to school with too much food, she would have handled it herself. I asked if she remembered why I began sending him to school with two lunches in the first place, and she hung up on me. I feel conflicted. I know I'm having my kindness thrown in my face, but did I approach this situation incorrectly? Yes, actually. Yes, she did approach it incorrectly. You cut off a child from his access yeah. to food without talking to anybody else about it. She should have talked to the social worker at the school. Yeah. Yeah. Or like... She should have... Felt out the situation to see if like... You know, if her son had been over there recently. Or maybe she should have visited the house at some point. Yeah. But she yeah, didn't, she, she also she didn't contact the school that. to make them aware of the situation. Yeah. Like, this child is being sent to school every day with no lunch. Yeah. Right? Like, like I know that the school lunches is a big thing. But, like, there's programs. There's situations. Mm -hmm. If you don't have money, they feed you... I mean, it's bullshit, crap, but at least it's something. Yeah. Right? Like, you get, like, the juice and string cheese or whatever, but at least you still got a juice and string cheese instead of nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, she should have talked, she should have told Peter, sweetie, I care about you very much. We cannot afford to keep sending you your lunch every day, and I am so sorry about that. Mm -hmm. She should have told him and apologized to him because he's a kid and he doesn't understand. Yeah. She should have contacted the school about it about a kid who is not being fed like she just cut off a child and didn't tell anybody except her own child yeah no she totally handled it incorrectly. you did every ma'am except for the part where you fed a hungry and you child, know what which I, is kind. I know we're all fucking tight these days like I, I went to costco today i still spent way too much money but like all the meat products i normally would have purchased i didn't because i felt like it was all too much yeah um, you know, my mom has always said that, you know, people are put in your life for a reason. And, uh, if she recognized that need and quite honestly, she should have kept feeding him or, and, or notified the school about it. Mm -hmm. Especially, especially if you really feel the child is being neglected. Yeah. authorities need to know about that mm -hmm. but you know i had a girlfriend going up her as a teenager her home life was not the best and so right. any anytime my mom could take her places with us she did mm -hmm. anytime she could spend the night with us she did mm -hmm. anytime we could help her remove her from the shitty situation at home we did it right and that friend considers my mom her second mom right you know, mm -hmm. and so it, it, I've always like I've always felt that way. Like you're you're put in people's paths for a reason, and her was it was her duty to help take care of that kid. Yeah, and she failed him. So I hope it's rectified. Me too. All right, but the balls on that mom, right? <laughs> How dare you cut off my kid from eating? Uh, squeeze me. Yeah. How dare you not feed your child? Right. Stop snorting your money and feed your kid. Yes, for sure. And if you need help, ask someone. Contact authorities. Call a social worker. Get some fucking food stamps. But don't you put your poor parenting on me. Yeah. So there's a lot of assholes in this situation. So many. But, yes, OP... Did not handle that correctly. No. But I am floored that that other mom had the balls to call her. Yeah. That's fucked up. Right? That's crazy. It's bananas. That is bananas. Internet things of the week? Yes. I wish I didn't love to complain, but unfortunately, I'm just really good at it. And who am I to deny the world my gift? <laughs> Which is, on, file that under, it's time for Maggie rants. It's time for Maggie rants. Right? Love that. 
Um, this actually came up in grad school and I went searching for this because it came up in like we were doing perceiving and how to perceive things differently than how you previously did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's talking about how tasting can be one of the ways that you perceive things differently. The urine of diabetics tastes sweet, for example. Yeah, things that they had to do in the olden days when they didn't have good diagnostic testing. So this was, so that they talked about that in the book and said, can you lick the science? Genetics, do not, unless cheek swabs. Chemistry, no, do not. Archaeology, perhaps, but it might be a human bone. Geology, sometimes needed, sometimes dangerous. Oh, yeah, I look rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Psychology, best not. Physics, 30 question marks. How? Zoology, in zoology, science licks you. So I thought those were great. That's funny. Yes. And then I yeah, said, don't you this lick one. those glowing. Don't lick the glowing rocks. Don't lick the glowing rocks. Cheese has holes. More cheese equals more holes. More holes equals less cheese. More cheese equals less cheese. <laughs> and it's a picture of a woman looking distraught. So Love now it. you know more cheese equals less cheese. All right, you guys, you can find us. All of the places, um, and all of those places are Facebook. Why do I want to say iTunes? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. And you can also tweet at us. We like that. You can find us on Twitter. I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 330 of That More oh, Thing. Oh, wait. Is what? it 330? Yes, 330. Sorry. I can't believe you didn't trust 3:30. me. 3.30. I can't believe you didn't trust me when I fuck it up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right? How dare I? How dare I not trust you when you fuck it up all the time? 3.30 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye.